Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. Yeah, the Bets and Quotes Podcast. I didn't even know this was a thing. What Chuck's really good at is when I have those moments where I'm, you know, maybe pushing a little too hard. You know, Chuck just kind of slides on over next to me and says, uh, Coach, are you about ready to wrap this up? Welcome to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. All right, Dave. Well, Lou is pissed because the Twins bullpen blew yet another game where they were like an 80 or 90% favorite to win, and the Twins lose 5-3. Uh, RIP, Lou. Thankfully, I had the first five and the Twins for the game, so I still made some juice because they were – I think they were pl- – I had uh, plus 145 for the first five, so uh, we're still okay. But uh, my God, I mean, y- y- you think when you get rid of Taylor Rogers that your bullpen – gets better by default but uh it is it is not good no it's hideous and thankfully all all the games that they lost to cleveland like that i had cleveland money line in all those games so it kind of worked out for me but i still like come on guys it's just i trusted you uh pathetic so yeah sorry lou um hope things get better this weekend because i'm gonna be there i'm so stoked to go to my first game at target field on sunday and dave my sources say you might make an appearance uh, my sources say I will 1000% be there because I already bought the ticket. So let's go. Breaking A. Yes. Cannot wait. So it should be a whole ton of fun um, out at Target Field on Sunday. Um, unfortunately, there's no dome dogs out there, but I'm sure we'll find something to eat. So, and I mean, Twitter's been buzzing this week, uh, n- not the least of which, and I think this kind of flew a little bit under the radar. I saw you got a lot of love and a lot of uh, likes and retweets out of this. But you had an idea for the charge challenge punishment, which before we talk about your idea, I thought my idea was pretty good this year. And I was kind of waiting until closer to football season to kind of put it out there to, to Hawk and, and, uh, and the world. Um, I thought what would be a cool idea is you take like the top 15 fast food chains in America and they have to, the, the loser or losers, would have to go on a trip to visit each one of the 15. But the trick is they would have to visit each one in a different state. So they would have to travel mm. however they wanted to, by car, by air, by train, what, however they wanted to do it. But they would have to go to each one of those, and they could not return to Minnesota until they had completed all 15. So this might be you know, a long weekend. This might be a several-day trip. So there'd be a financial penalty involved. I thought that was actually a pretty cool idea and it'd be good for social media because they'd be pics of like hockey in Alabama having internet or not, I guess not in and out burger in Alabama, but um, like Hardee's in Alabama and in and out burger in Phoenix. And, you know, uh, and, and so I thought that might be cool. Your punishment absolutely trumps that. Dave, what is your church challenge punishment idea for 2022? <laughs> well, Chuck, um, my friend likes to stay up a little late at night and smoke a little weed before he goes to bed. And uh, he whispered this idea into my little ear here, metaphorically. And uh, so I had the 
idea of what if the loser or losers of the charge challenge uh, had to drive Uber. I so, like it. you know, so they don't, you know, obviously they get up early. They value their, you know, midday naps. Um, you know, hockey, I think, doesn't sleep more than three hours any night of the year. But um, what if after their regular job and waking up at that early time, uh, what if they had to drive Uber afterwards? I love it. I Yeah. And, you know, you'd have to put parameters around, like, how many trips they would have to do and things. But I re- what I really love about it is they would have to waste their time doing that, you know, going through the yes. whole application process, getting approved, actually driving people, doing yeah. all that, and then give the money that they earn from that, which would be documented. They have to give all the money that they earn from being an Uber driver during the punishment phase to the winner or winners. Yeah, that that was the the that was a little cherry on top. Um, the only other thing I was thinking of, and, and to make it more, uh, you know maybe have a better shot of them actually picking this is to give either half or all of the proceeds uh, from their 40 hours or month or two months, whatever they decide on uh, to charity, you know, yeah, maybe to the I, give 16 foundation. They can do they, maybe a part of that. I, I, I do like the idea though of rewarding the winners because yes, because there's, like not a, the, there's not a financial penalty if you lose this. It's a time penalty. So it's not really going to cost them anything uh, to become an Uber driver. But um, but it would reward the, the winner. And it would be a really cool play because imagine, you know, it's the last week and they decide that it's going to be winner take all. And there's two or three people that are below the ghost. I mean, you could be looking at a financial bonanza out of this or vice versa, you know, if there's just one loser, then three winners have to split that like, you know, three different ways and something. And so it's not good. So either way, whether there's, you know, multiple winners or, you know, however that works out at the end, there's going to be probably a sweat right up until the end to see who's, uh, who's actually benefiting from this. So I, I, that's why I like the idea of at least giving a portion of it to the winner. Yeah. I I feel like the winner has, should always be rewarded, especially in a, you know, fantasy football kind of a event. Uh, I, I feel like, I mean, even if they, outside of what they actually do for a punishment, I feel like they should do like 500 bucks a guy in winner takes all outside of like the actual punishment. So there's more angles. Yeah. I feel like the winner should definitely get paid off in this, but yeah, uh, no, I, I, de- I definitely like the idea. Plus I love the idea that especially if you knew like Chris hockey was going to be on duty, on like a random Wednesday night. Imagine how many rubes would just take random Uber rides, hoping that Hawk would pick them oh. up. I, and, and, you know, eventually, I mean, the numbers just work that way. Eventually there would be some listeners that would be uh, in the Uber. And I think that would just be social media gold. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely no doubt on that, Chuck. I feel like they have to set like a, either an hour limit or like a number of shifts or something like that, where it kind of like, they they can hack away at it. Like maybe Hawk says, screw it. Uh, you know, I don't have any, I'm not playing any shows this Saturday. You know, I'm going to knock out 14 hours of my 40 hours of, you know, Uber driving. I just feel like, you know, it's itching at the back of their mind. Like there, there should be a deadline. Like they have to complete it within like three to six months or something like that. And they got to knock out 40 hours. I mean, that. Yeah. You're, 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 you're an idea guy. You're, you're not a details guy. So, so we like the idea. We'll let them hammer out the details on it. I also like the idea 
of potentially a weekly punishment like you and I have always proposed and that they've only done the year that they did the bean boozled challenge where they each week the loser had to eat the the bean boozled. I like the idea that every week's loser, the next Friday, they have to be a personal Uber driver for the winner. So let's say Corey's the loser and Chris is the winner. Corey has to drive to Chris's house, pick him up, take him to the station and then after the show, drop Chris off back at home before he goes home. So I, I kind of like that as like a little mini punishment each week, um, potentially. So, but overall, I love the idea. And um, to me, it's a leader in the clubhouse. Wow. That spin on it would be fucking epic, especially for Fridays. Oh, like, yeah. They, they have to drive around to uh, all of those other people's houses. Well, all of them, up. or maybe just the winner, you know, maybe the loser. Just yeah. Maybe the, the winner, winner for the week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. You right. know, if, if Hawk has to drive from Maple Grove to Cottage Grove, go right. Grove to Grove, you know, to pick up Creasel. Right. In a handicap accessible, you know, uh, hussy van. <laughs> that that would be fucking beautiful. I think it would work. So, well, good idea. I love it. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll throw some cash on it too and make it a bet. And that leads us into the bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. We're winning the whole tournament. All of it. Now I'm willing to bet anything against anyone. We're not losing. We're not losing to Swedberg and Larry Mondello guy. We're not losing to the two gals, whatever their names are. (laughs) This whole thing is over. This is probably not what I should be doing, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, can I just state the obvious that this, this is the finals? Tasteless box of mashed potatoes and Doc Donaldson shouldn't yeah. even bother showing up. Oh. Pretty much, yeah. Word is shuffle Donaldson. You got the option, you're down 12 points here. What would you like to do, first or second? I'll go first. Cupid shuffle. And there we have it. Uh, program password is in the books. The upset has happened, the unthinkable has happened. Team Todd defeats Curry and Charge. It takes home the password, program password title. Uh, the bet angle obviously is Brian Oak wins a hundred dollars for betting on the field. So PA has to cough up a hundred to Oak. Uh, Dave, your thoughts. Uh, and I win a seventh Avenue pizza from you, Chuck. You do. I took the Todds. You do. I took the Todds plus nine and a half. And, uh, they won outright. Oh, man. You know, you know, Corey and Charge have developed some demons throughout this tournament. Uh, it, it kind of started earlier where they, they've gotten out to these big leads and they're laughing, they're smiling, they're having fun, they're feeling like they're geniuses. And then, uh, you know, the burglars put on their mask. Well, um, I guess, you know, this is technically the first time they've lost as a team, uh, uh, but there's been some comebacks and uh, none could top the one that the Todds pulled off as they were able to pull off the win, not only cover, but to win outright. Yes, indeed. So it was it was a lot of fun. They did that, you know, props to uh, Molesky did. I know a ton of the work on that and props to everybody involved. The final was so well done. Uh, you know, they had 
a big crowd there. Uh, saw lots of our buddies in the crowd. Corey was there. Uh, you know, uh, Carl was there. Saw lots of lots of people there. It was a uh, it was just it was a cool setting. Um, the way they had it set up, the the trash talk, the Marnie interview was awesome. Like Marnie just did such a great job doing the interviews. Corey, they didn't even talk about it on the show. Corey's line at the end after they lost, where he said this was God's plan, was brilliant. That like brought the so house genius. down. So and, well, you know, because he's a he's a huge Drake fan, so you know that <laughs> meant a lot to him. I mean, it was it it, it was so well done. Um, so props to everybody involved. Um, it sounds like they're definitely going to do program password too. Um, I I would love the idea where Molesky picks like eight people to be the, like the captains, and then they have to choose. You do like a draft, and then they get to pick their person. Um, something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, I I don't know. He'll he'll have some good spin on it. Uh, great tournament. Can't wait for next year. And hopefully, it's just a taste of what's to come with the initials head to head tournament. Yeah, and and uh, Corey kind of broke the news in his uh, post game press conference that uh, we were uh, about a month away from that tournament happening. So oh, it's uh, on. It is going to be a fun August. That was my. Uh, I think Core's giving me that for my birthday present this year is uh, <laughs> the initials tournament. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely excited about that. That'll be that'll be some uh, some fun drama, and hopefully we get a lot of this. Because what made Program Password so much fun was you know the trash talking, the you know just the back and forth, the drama of the games, you know. Um, and I think the initials tournament will do a lot of that because um, because we saw the initials eliminator between AJ and Sauce. I mean that was that was a totally different game than a regular standard game of initials. So. Um, yeah, it should be a lot more pressure and a lot more trash talk. It should be a pretty exciting thing. So looking forward to that. Um, not much else to update really on the bets front. Um, the, obviously the Colorado Avalanche did win the Stanley Cup. Uh, we knew Ooh. that was going to happen eventually. Um, so RIP to uh, your, your Tampa bet. But Yeah, my, uh, my streak has finally ended, Chuck. Mine too with the uh, bet the road team, man. Whoo. They got, I got destroyed. I tweeted that out. If you missed that tweet, you can go see how badly that killed me this year. Um, uh, yeah, that was, that was awful. So I was kind of glad to see the playoffs come to an end uh, selfishly because, uh, yeah, it was kind of a disaster. Ultimately, uh, Sauce uh, ended up having to pay Zach the $100 because um, Zach had the abs to win the cup. And then um, Rosie also had taken the abs. Um, he had to pay 10 of the 20 bucks, which they, I don't know how they handle their money on the common man program because Rosie wants common to pay because common owes him 20, but commons saying he wants his money and Rosie's supposed to pay 10. Who knows? I, I don't handle the money side of things. I just tell you who won. So um, yeah, which so yeah. really, which really you should probably end up doing because obviously you're a trustworthy person, Chuck. They, they, before they draft, they should just Venmo you the money. You hold the money and like, and then you can distribute it to those people. Like, I feel like you should be able to be trusted even with, you know, 1500 bucks or whatever. It's yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that, well, that's definitely true, but um, you know, I, I, I just feel like commons commons is kind of out of my jurisdiction to like, be oh like yeah. That. You know, if the, if the power to you that- nickels. But, but the, yeah, exactly the, uh, but if the power trip, you know, the power trip's actually done really well. Cause I think, you know, it initially flared up when Nordo didn't collect for his major win. Um, and there were a couple of people that never paid Nordo and that kind you of, would never call them out. That was that, that kind of stirred yes. up just a definitely team. not Mark Rosen. Definitely not. 
<laughs> that stirred up a little teensy tiny uncomfortableness. But, you know, lately it seems like everybody is paying and paying immediately because Coriel asked, like, you know, did everybody pay? And he'll be like, yeah, everybody paid by like Sunday. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I think they've got it well under control. So, Where, where's uh, our pace at, by the way? Um, 70K. So we're right on, right on wow. a good pace. So, but the thing is, there's only one golf major left and those really bump it up. So, um, they, they need to stick with it because they haven't been yeah. doing a lot of individual bets. But of course, this time of the year, sports is somewhat well, the, dead. So hopefully, this is when you really need to, yeah, this, but this is really when you need to dig deep. This well, the, is pro- when you the really problem is Corey has abs- all these great ideas of what he wants to bet on. Like, you know, he's talking about this cornhole thing. You know, they mentioned the hot dog eating contest, but as of right now, they haven't bet on it, you know, so you have to, you have to bet the over on the hot dog contest. Oh, no course, matter what it is, you always bet the over. Of course. So, um, so yeah, so we'll see where, uh, where they get with that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of times they, Corey's like, we, we need to bet on that. And then when it actually comes up, like no one actually bets on it. So we'll see. Well, hopefully they can stay on pace. They're, they're at a good pace right now. Um, and the only other bet was a common bet. Rosie took the Yankees to win the American League pennant versus the field. Uh, 10 is obviously getting better odds, but man, it'd be tough to bet against the Yankees. So good yeah, luck. I'll to- take the Strohs. They've been crushing them lately. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They it's, swept uh, that last series last weekend. They just won today. Yeah, I guess it could happen, but it's, I don't know. I got, either I got either way, Strohs I hate money. those teams. So yeah, I got I got some Strohs money out there and some Dodgers or uh, Giants money. Uh, hashtag no one cares. All right, time yep. for the quotes of the week. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the quotes of the week, and uh, there were so many funny things said on the power trip this this week that I had to make it five instead of three. So at number five, we start with Chris Hockey. AP and Le'Veon Bell are going to fight in a boxing ring July 30th at Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. It won't officially mark their pro boxing debuts as an exhibition. This is the most predictable bankruptcy we have ever seen in the Twin Cities. Yeah, I saw I mean, this. Honestly, we knew this. Yeah. Was, like, that was me. <laughs> no, you're actually behind Adrian. That's not yet. <laughs> you know, for, for that one to have missed the quotes of the week would have been tragic. Um, that was hilarious. And that is only the fifth best quote of the week, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I love the disappointment in his voice on that quote. Yeah, he really sold it with the way he delivered that line. So uh, <laughs> he definitely nailed it. Um, while someone else who nailed it was the number four quote of the week from Corey Cove. But I thought, well, today will be the day that I streak, and it makes national news that a guy, uh, you know, str- uh, yeah, maybe at least local news. Oh, local for sure. Oh, for yeah, sure. for maybe, sure. Right? Joe Nelson will be all over it. That's oh. what I'm saying. Yeah, bring yeah. me the nudes. Yeah. And, and again, ah. uh-huh. well played. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I mean, that should be trending in Minnesota, at least like 19th trending is hashtag bring me the nudes. Um, you, you know, shout out to Corey, too. This was this was less than five minutes into the show. So he's he's uttering out a quick, witty and very hilarious quote um, at 534 in the morning. 
Absolutely. He was all over it. All right. Well, at number three, another person who's all over it was Paul Mitzos Lambert. Yeah, yeah, every president has to make a great Gettysburg address. (laughs) (laughs) Hear ye, hear ye. Again, not, no, never mind. (laughs) You know what? My lack of education shines every day. It's a great band. He's he's not actually. (laughs) (laughs) My lack of education (laughs) shines every day. Very spot on. (laughs) And and I think the first person to like this uh, when I tweeted it out was Kelsoss. So uh, (laughs) very, very on brand there. So I I love that from Sauce. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, at number two this week, it is my main man, Zogsley. Can I tell you guys something that I'm? Uh, Did you ask if you could tell us something? I'm gonna. I want to ask. I want to tell you something. <laughs> Certainly something not. That real. I'm gonna do. Why do we employ so many people who can't talk? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it seems to be like a prerequisite. <laughs> every every piece of that like 19 second audio clip is perfect. Like Hog delivers it like. Sauce just completely stumbles over his his words. Hog delivers a hilarious line out. Why do they keep employing people <laughs> who can't <laughs> talk to to be on the radio? Which is just hilarious with oh, yeah. Zach. And um, you get and then it's topped off with bonus laughing. Um, it, it, that is just all around uh, spectacular. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I was cracking up at that one, and that I, I had that thought in my head. It's like before he said the word prerequisite, I had that word in my head, and that's exactly what he said. And I was like, yep. "Yep, that's that's exactly what it seems like the qualifications are for a job on the air at KFan." It's it's so funny and so on brand, and uh, you know, I feel like that's that's the real jokes that hit home, or like the ones that are like kind of like subtly true you know like it's a dig but it's also like hey like what the fuck are you doing like we're (laughs) on the radio like talk better (laughs) come on zach you can't say right yeah baby yeah baby well um uh let's transition to a true american hero and one of the funniest man on the planet it is john creasel at number one can we spell check sauce my grandma? God, you're so embarrassed right now. <laughs> oh, same. Me or Hawk? Uh, both. So there you go. I mean, wow. All right, well, what case closed, yep. Paul. Case How do you feel? I mean, I, it's a it's a good uh, relief off my shoulders, man. Oh, I'm wow. glad she took lovers and had somebody that cared for her, but I had no Most idea. Life's too she short was, to yeah, not right. take many lovers. Yeah, hammer away. <laughs> Well, and, and this is definitely, and this is definitely a paper quote, but it is one of the, you know, and John just speaks in quotes too. I mean, he, oh, he's yeah. in like one and a half days a week and like, he just, the way that he delivered him and like Hawk, like deliver lines are just so more, so much more like susceptible to being a quote of the week. And um, yeah, that, that is just, that's just brilliant from John. Yeah, and he probably had his dad in mind when he delivered that quote. Oh, there, there is no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there are your five. Pa- There's a five pack of quotes of the week. It's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. 
All right. Well, a lot of times we have little bits and we do have a little bit later on um, in your thoughts, but you know, a, a lot of times I realize we don't actually talk a ton about what's been on the show that week uh, or it comes up indirectly via the, the quotes of the week or the bets. But I don't know about you, Dave, but like this week, the shows have just hit me like right between the eyes. There have just mm. been there. There's been something hilarious, like laugh out loud. funny. <laughs> Of every show, the you know the, the best one is the last one, of course, that we will get to. Um, and I don't know, like you know, I think sometimes it depends on how you listen to the show. Because I'll, I'll be honest, a lot of times the eight o'clock hour, I'm getting, um, I'm firing up my work computer, checking work email, and kind of listening. And sometimes I'm not listening like word for word, like you know, I I maybe uh, should be. And so some some subtle things can fly right over my head, but man there were just some hilarious things and uh um, yeah we'll we'll talk uh we'll talk about the good one uh last but you know just the whole bit about ben lieber talking about overinflating balls with his kid <laughs> was uh, like you know it's one of those things where i just stopped and i thought to myself ben you're a you know you're a wealthy ex nfl you know retired player with a broadcasting career he's now the twin attractive very attractive twin cities live host what you know the whole the whole time i'm thinking what are we doing you know what what on earth are you doing over inflating these balls and exploding them knowing that you could uh you could really mess yourself up doing that and oh the the way he told that story was brilliant and i love that his his son's concern for him lasted about two seconds and they were right back to trying to over inflate more balls well of course i mean once you've once you've popped a couple of balls before, you know, you, you got to keep going back to the well. Uh, so I don't blame wells, uh, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, he really could have JPP himself into a seven oh, order fingers in like two seconds. So. The whole time he's telling the story, I was just like, what are we doing? I, I remember as a kid, we had one, we had a ball that it had, it had like a basketball that had like a little tear in it and developed like, you know, like a little bubble, like a, like a bulge in, the, oh. in that one part of the ball. And we, you know, we only had one basketball. And so we're, we're playing with it. And I remember, I don't remember who took the shot, but somebody took a shot and it landed exactly on that, uh, on that little bulge and it exploded. And it was just like, oh. Holy F. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we, thankfully it was far enough away. Nobody caught any debris, but yeah, that was See, we should have had TikTok back then. We could have started the trend way back in my childhood. But right, there's there's nothing like you know playing with bulgy balls uh, in the summer, you know. <laughs> and then you know, today we get the story from Tommy, um, <laughs> which oh my, you know, like every once in a while, Tommy just pulls one out, and uh, we've we we get just another glimpse into the life that is Tommy Olson, one of the most interesting men in the world. And uh, yeah, he tells the story about, you know, how as a kid, he went to the U to get like testing done basically because they thought he had gigantism because he was so much larger than the other kids. And we've, we've seen the pictures. Oh, the pictures. And, and the best, the, by far, the part that just had me dying in the story is that after all of that, they, you know, test, do the testing and everything. And he's just being, you know, a sweet little seven-year-old boy. His mom takes him to Dairy Queen when they're all done. <laughs> well, Tommy's I mean, mom is the greatest person on earth. Yeah. And there and there is no way he got a small. There's oh, no, no way no. he got a small blizzard. Like, I, like no. There's no way he didn't get a meal with his blizzard. The, the, 
Exactly. It was a chicken strip basket with extra gravy, maybe some ranch as well for the fries. And then, uh, yeah, uh, extra large uh, double butterfinger chocolate with chocolate ice cream blizzard. Oh, of course. I mean, the, the whole nine yards. I, God, I was dying. That was like. Maybe a couple I, dilly bars for the road, too, for Schmoll. Uh, something about retired football players and, you know, food, because that, that, that was always my favorite superstar is when he was talking about food. It yes. just like always. It brings out the best in the guys that that like to eat. So it, uh, it was literally like he got horny about how <laughs> like how it was like eating food or like describing eating a donut or like pizza. Oh my god! And then of course we got the story of the or what turned into the bit of the week. And like I said, I it depends sometimes how you listen to things. Sometimes I will miss the uh, the first segment and I'll I'll wake up I'll, I won't wake up till about six and so I'll miss that first segment which is actually kind of cool because I get to just a little bonus power trip at the uh, at the end of the day after I listen to the rest of the show I go back and podcast that first segment I happen to be driving to a chiropractor appointment and I played that first segment so when I'm driving you know you really hear everything you're paying attention you're not you know working or getting distracted by a million things. And so uh, I, I could really focus on, on this segment, and it absolutely killed me. How does it, like, water work? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Like, really you cool. can... It's, uh, it's, it's uh, it helps, hydrogen. Yeah, it helps you bathe. Because uh, you can dive and not die, right? But, like, if you fall in a certain way, you would die. So how do you know, like, what's the height where you definitely die? Well, people have jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and survived. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Not many, but some. How do they do that? I don't know, Zach. No. Like, if you go feet straight down, yeah. feet straight you down. You could probably, like, survive yeah, yeah. from, like, a. Yeah, feet down, ass up. Yeah, that, yeah. And okay, I wouldn't do that. That would be. What were you Finish that sentence, though. If you went feet first, yeah. you could probably survive like from a what? 15, 20,000 feet. Are you out of no. your mind? Right. Well, I'd be obliterated. Well, there's no limit then, right? Of course, if, there's, there's a limit. If, there's if, a you, if you could survive it, uh, you know. Uh, what's the Golden Great Bridge height? The Probably Golden about... what? The Golden Great. It's uh, <laughs> it's for it's cheese. Really you just yeah, 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 when you yeah, yeah, drive yeah. over, it's you're great. supposed to hold cheese oh, out yeah, the yeah, window. Oh yeah, and just yeah. shred it along yeah, the they bridge. Have wonderful shredded cheddar cheese out there. Oh, it's San Francisco, of course, the Bay Area. Oh man, <laughs> it's only 220 feet. I thought it was more. Bottom line is though, fifteen thousand maybe twenty thousand feet. If I fell from 220 feet, that'd be great. And there was no water. I would die, right? Yes. So why can't, like, you can make a thousand feet, you would still survive, right? If you did it right? In what? what? Yeah. No. No? No, no. no. It, it becomes like uh, like hitting uh, like, well, like hitting a, a wall. So what mm. point does it become that? Didn't you, didn't you just read it 220 feet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my. I, when he's... <laughs> I'm not getting literally cause, dying because I I had the same kind of thought going through my head is how high up does he think we can go and thank God for Corey for uh, actually asking the question and uh, not letting it segue somewhere else when he <laughs> said fifteen or twenty thousand feet I mean I almost drove into the median I'm like holy shit Tom Cruise didn't fly fifteen thousand feet in freaking in freaking Top Gun too. Oh my god! I'm like, I mean, twenty thousand feet. You'd have to dodge <laughs> airplanes on your way down to the water. Yeah. 
Oh my god! But your, but your it, large intestine would be through your BH oh, by the time you hit five thousand feet. Son of a bitch! That was hilarious. And um, my one uh, honestly, the hardest I have laughed in like two months for sure. I I was dying. That was uh, that was the best. God bless Zach. And uh, so, therefore, Zach's "How does water work?" Uh, inspired something in you, Dave. Yeah, it really did, Chuck. And uh, for those who don't know, I work in agricultural irrigation myself. So, uh, you know, water is near and dear to my heart. So I thought we'd reach out to one of our, uh, you know, the national experts. And uh, I found this uh, Dr. Walter Water. Um, and I, I reached out to him for interview. And uh, let's, Chuck, let's play back that interview now. How does it like water work? Like, Hey, babes. Thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to join you idiots. All right, Walter. Well, I'm going to throw you a softball here to start. Uh, What is water made out of? Thank you, Steve. Water is composed of two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen. Knows his shit. Wow. (laughs) Sharp guy. I'm going to get much more difficult with this. Uh, Walter, can you walk on water? Only if you're Jesus. Eddie Money, or Ryan Donaldson with 10 white claws in him. Ooh, I, I, I have seen Donaldson, uh, <laughs> 10 white claws walking across like He was walking on water before, after so. Password. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. Um, uh, Walter, uh, how much does water weigh? An 8-ounce cup of water weighs 224 grams, OR 0.5 pounds. Damn. Wow, dude Damn, knows his waters. shit. That's a huge bitch. That's a huge <laughs> bitch. Uh, well, you know, wa- water obviously uh, translates to other things. So, uh, Walter, if two thirds of the world is covered by water, what is the rest covered by? Fred Smoot. <laughs> Indeed, uh, it is <laughs> the yeah, the self proclaimed. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, <laughs> and that's without a double header. <laughs> genius um walter uh last one from me here uh when water takes the form of a solid uh does the volume stay the same no when water freezes it expands by nine percent ice is lighter than water which is why it floats and oh that that makes sense That's, that's crazy wow you know i i know zach doesn't listen to our podcast even though he supports it via patreon uh, I would love to hear have him hear that last answer, though, especially if he had a couple of gummies in him, because he might replay that over and over and over. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a that's a good explanation for you there, Zach. Last one for me, Walter. Uh, I hate to use this word, but is water moist? I am. Whoa. <laughs> and and scene. <laughs> <laughs> Walter is uh, super horny. Yeah, we, uh, we, 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 yeah, baby, yeah, baby. <laughs> time to kill the bit before Walter gets a little bit out of hand there. So, all right, <laughs> it is time for quotes notes. So, here's your open. Here it is, apparently. Oh boy. Super honey, where oh, the hell God. is Hawk? Oh boy. Well, 
Mark Rosen is here and he's ready to predict. Chris Hockey has passed, probably due to crabs. I haven't even come up with the predictions yet. It is time for the predictors. All right, Dave, what do you got for us this week? Well, we kind of ran long uh, earlier in the show, but uh, Chuck, uh, by the time that we dropped this episode, THC, the real deal edibles, will be legal in Minnesota. I'm still skeptical about it, even though uh, the Star Tribunist wrote about it. Uh, you know, Creasel brought it to my attention last Friday. Um, if this is the real thing, even if they're five milligrams and, uh, you know, only 50 milligrams per bag, um, I will buy as many as I need uh, to get stoned off my ass legally here in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, and I don't pretend to know all the laws, uh, especially Minnesota laws on all the in and outs of THC and hemp and everything. I I guess my overall understanding is it kind of outlaws some of the ones that are more questionable. But yeah, apparently the the edibles are going to be fully legal by the time you hear this. And it led to uh, my my favorite tweet about this. Our friend Five Hundy uh, Tim that runs the Five Hundy by Midnight Vegas podcast. He tweeted, "Now that the Minnesota legislature has accidentally legalized THC edibles, I'm hoping they accidentally do the same for sports betting." Yes, well, yeah. well said, Tim. Yeah, I mean that bill was long enough. You know, they slid so many things in there. Why not? You know, legalize right. sports betting while we're at it. Like, hundred percent. Let's, let's stop beating around the bush here. So, so, congrats to all of you that will be purchasing your THC edibles. Um, yes. Hopefully, this is the first domino in a long chain towards full Colorado-style legalization. Yes, I, I'm going to eat 100.3 grams of. Uh, <laughs> edibles this weekend to uh, celebrate here over the 4th of July. Um, next up, uh, it was great to hear from Sasha's grandma who uh, allegedly, <laughs> as far as we knew before the interview, uh, you know, we'd, we'd been led to believe that she had never taken another lover. Yeah. Um, I, some dynamite research there from Hawk. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, she not only took on multiple other lovers, but uh, uh, some from each side of the aisle as well. <laughs> yes, uh, we don't we don't discriminate here on the Bets and Quotes podcast. So uh, congratulations, ma'am. <laughs> that was so genius, though. I I love that bit. Like, that was good. That reminded me of like the old days, like the older power trip days when they just do like a random like throw a bit at the wall. Like I, I love that stuff. Um, yes. The fourth before the fourth is a great idea. Um, I feel like everybody, you know, I guess not for me because I normally work on the fourth of July weekend and stay home. But, uh, you know, normally everybody like visits family. And I guess at that time in your age, like, you know, Tommy, Tommy, I think forever is going to be 25. So he's always going to feel like he's in college and uh, of age where he really needs to, you know, throw a couple back with his, the old high school friends. Um, every fourth of july so uh but the fourth before the fourth is a good idea because it's i feel like it's an under celebrated holiday and uh it's kind of fun to 
have a couple, you know, even if it's a one night, like a Saturday night, you know, on a lake or at a cabin or some, you know, with all your friends is it's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, and and I don't mean to sound unpatriotic. The fourth honestly is like my least favorite holiday and it's, you know, and and I get why everybody loves it, especially, you know, in Minnesota because the weather situation is a little different. I mean, living where I've lived, it's always been freaking hot um, I'm not a huge fireworks guy, especially when you've got like pets and small kids and people are lighting them off at all ungodly hours. People have been lighting them off in my neighborhood starting like June 20th. I mean, it's it, it's a little bit out of control, people. So I, I don't mind fireworks, but, but just, you know, <laughs> just, just, just have some consideration is all I'm saying with that. Um, you know, so it's not my biggest holiday, but I will tell you this year is completely different because I am coming up to Minnesota and, you know, I will say out of like probably my hundred favorite people on the face of the earth, I am probably going to see 90 of them in the next like seven to eight days. So I am super stoked. Like I've got plans with all sorts of people. On top of those ninety, then you you get to see me too. Yeah, well, the- you're you're somewhere in the top five hundred, so I haven't, haven't gone that, that <laughs> haven't I gone that far down the list. But yeah, lots of people <laughs> that like you know, I I rarely get to see. Everybody's like all going to be together. It's just it's really cool. So super looking forward to the fourth this year. That's for sure. Hell yeah. Well, um, the next, the next one I have here is, uh, I was supposed to get, this is where I was going to put my Swiss army man review. Um, because, uh, you, you know, a couple of my favorite activities, Chuck, I feel like that movie that they were describing, um, that Max brought to everyone's attention mm-hmm. where, uh, he was riding in the guy, like, a oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, like, all this stuff. <laughs> Very uh, aware. Swiss army man, uh, the winner of what is it? The, what is that? Can film festival. Yeah. Yeah, in like 2016, uh I'm actually going to once we stop recording here, I am going to be watching that tonight, so I'll have my full review next week. Um <laughs> it, I can't wait for it already. Uh I'm just glad we're not recording next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll record it and send it to you and you can uh delete it immediately. So We'll we'll publish that as like a solo episode that I won't have to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Um Next up, uh, congrats to Schmoll on the engagement. Um, I thought that, that was a pretty cool story. That will probably be the opening line of uh, Tommy's best man speech. But uh, the first thing that he said to her uh, when they met at like volleyball was, uh, you need to marry my brother or whatever. You need to date my brother was uh, genius. And uh, it, it worked out for him. So Tommy's wheels not only work for himself, but they work for other people as well. Definitely. And I forget what I set as the over under on when Tommy's going to become a father, but it's going to be damn close. Like I think right now, it, like it would be minus 110 on both sides of what, and I set that number like a year and a half ago. So uh, yeah, I'll have to look that up and see what I actually pick. But uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling it's going to happen somewhat quickly that we're going to have a Tommy daddy and maybe we'll have a Schmoll daddy too now that he's engaged. So uh, yeah, lots of, lots of Olsen grandbabies coming to a uh, steak Sunday. Yeah, uh, I I can guarantee those two are going to reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very much um, so. Yes. Uh, well, uh, time for two more, basically. Here, um, today, Chuck, uh, or yesterday, I should say, uh, June twenty ninth of uh, twenty fifteen. Now, seven years ago, um, I have a quote, uh, uh, audio clip here to play uh, that actually birthed. Um, the idea of the whole account of power trip quotes. 
Um, maybe it's uh, selfish of me to play it, but I, I think it was kind of cool to hear uh, the line that kind of sparked the whole idea behind the Twitter account. We told you it's midnight. We're going home. Hey, what'd you guys talk about on the show today? Well, we basically were talking about uh, what would happen if uh, Porky Pig could be alive and fart bacon does and meets us said, he'd be a billionaire. <laughs> I like that the first thing Porky's concerned about when he comes to life is his financial situation. <laughs> Look, this is amazing and everything, but I got to get my ducks in a row. <laughs> people, would, people would line up to see that. <laughs> he gets a manager within five minutes. This show's derailed. It's like Friday. Mm. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, we have uh, KFAN stats and info, which uh, ended up just being uh, Dr. Zach to break down uh, all things uh, initials related. Right, he breaks down all the stats. We, we got to get, and maybe Dr. Uh, almost a Dr. T, Mr. T, Mr. T. Maybe this is Mr. T's job. Mm-hmm. Just random, noteworthy quotes mm-hmm. from the Power Trip Morning Show. We need a Twitter account that yeah. does that because today, that? It, even if it's one a day, because today's would be. He'd be a billionaire. Yeah. I, we're not going to top that in the next two hours and 12 minutes. No so way. if you're listening to the show going, God, I can't wait to laugh the rest of the morning. I think Porky being a billionaire is going to be the <laughs> pinnacle of uh, Monday's show. Oh, that is brilliant. I, rem- I remember when that happened, too. I, re- I remember that Porky Pig quote because I was listening to that at work. And uh, yeah, it definitely, definitely sticks out in my head. Yes, I scrambled as fast as I could to uh, to Twitter to grab that Twitter account and uh, was lucky enough to do it. And uh, it kind of caught fire after a little while, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been a fun run and it's been you know cool to be a, a, even a very small piece of uh, what the show's uh, you know fabric. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and and happy birthday uh, to Power Trip quotes as the account. Yes. Well, uh, the last one I just wanted to say on here, and mostly to thank everyone, uh, but my my dog Daisy passed away here, uh, kind of unexpectedly on Tuesday night, and uh, kind of put out that heartfelt tweet about her just to kind of celebrate her, and uh, a lot of you were nice enough to like it or say something special. So uh, I really appreciated that as well. So I guess Chuck, uh, I'm, do- I'm dedicating this uh, awful performance like usual um, uh, to my late dog, Daisy. Yeah. RIP Daisy. Sorry for your last man. And she deserved much better than the show. Yes, she did. Well, that'll do it for quotes notes. And that will do it for this week's show. Uh, yeah. Super excited to get up to Minnesota. Um, do some stuff. Um, I know I'm going to get zero in the initials game, but hey, that's that's okay. Uh, feel free to bet on me anyway. Um, At least you get to play. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> you know what, Chuck? Let's do a bet between me and you. You set the line, and uh, I want the under though. <laughs> yeah, and I want the over. I think you're going to be better than you think. Well, I'm, I'm going to have one. I'm going to intentionally tank. So <laughs> no. no, you won't. I know you won't. Let, let's do a seventh Avenue pizza over under is one. So over under is one. It's, it's almost guaranteed to be, well, I was going to say it's almost guaranteed to be a push. It's guaranteed that I, uh, that you are not going to win the bet. It's either going to be zero or one. So I'll take that bet. Cause it's safe for me. Okay. Let's do it.
Oh yeah. So the 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 one good thing though is that Charge is hosting, which I didn't find out about till today. I I knew Corey was going to be out next week for the WSOP tournament, but um, I thought you know I I thought for whatever reason he would like come back Friday or if he got knocked out he'd be back, but I guess he's out the whole week, so it's going to be Charge hosting. So. Ooh. I don't know that, that throws a little bit of a twist into it. So uh, we'll yeah, have to see. I've been in, I've been in studio for a uh, charge hosted uh, initials game, and that was a uh, fun fact. That was the one that Zach that's Zach's first uh, and I think only victory in initials history. Yeah. So and um, he he yeah, was also has the, some softballs, and he was also um, one of the one that when Brianne won, um, it was charge as well. So that's true. So uh, maybe maybe there's a chance for the underdog when it's charge. Uh, charge the more important thing is I'll actually I'll actually get to see charge because it's been like five years since I've seen him, and every time we try to um, get together in Minnesota, it's just like he's he's out of town most of the time. Uh, he's got a busy schedule, so uh, this hopefully pretty much guarantees that I'll actually get to see charge this time. So that'll be cool because. Uh, uh, he's a pretty good dude, and it's just it's been too long. So I'll just I'll, I'll have to do like uh, Corey's friend did with uh, Nick from Three Eleven, and just say it's been too long, Church. So <laughs> classic, classic. All right. Well, uh, thanks to you, Dave. And where can people find you uh, in the meantime? Because we won't be on for two weeks. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm of course at Power Trip Bets and I'm at PT Bets on Instagram. I might actually do an Instagram. Po- I only post on Instagram about twice a year, so I might actually have to do something uh, from Minnesota if there's anything interesting that happens this week. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks and have a great Fourth of July, everyone. All right, put everything into this bucket right here. Let's destroy the studio. And forget that the uh, show ever existed. We'll start all over again tomorrow, okay? Why? Because I thought today was terrible. (laughs) Sorry. So let's just blow it up, and we'll start all over again tomorrow, okay? Goodbye, everybody. Bye.